Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 77 of the Nerd in the Street podcast. Oh. My name... Oh, what? what? 48,000. <laughs> you know that thing you said? Yeah. Well, let me just about stop it? that. Yeah, you got to... Uh... Yeah. yeah. All right. And now Wait. we're good. Cormac? Yeah, I'm Does good. Cor- Don't worry. I got 48,000. All, right. All right, cool. All right, and this is episode 77 of the Nerd in the Street podcast, and we're joined this week by Rooney. Oh, hi, guys. Cormac. Hello. And Will. Hi. All right. Oh, my normal voice? Yeah. What? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, after we recorded the episode 75 with these guys, we wanted to try out doing a couple more podcasts. Um, yeah, just a podcast where we sit around and talk, basically. So how was, how was your guys' weeks, I guess? It's only Thursday. <laughs> anyone, anyone do anything fun this week so far? I mean, Thursday is basically my week because I only work on Tuesday and Wednesday, so... Ah, that's nice. Really, uh, um, putting in the effort yeah. there, eh, Kyle? <laughs> you know, sorry, I try my best. You sound really I tired. I, I always sound really tired. Okay, so that's not but, a particularly... But pretend it's because I'm working hard. Okay. Yeah, I, uh... Because you're depressed. I work Monday through Thursdays at my college, and... Every Thursday, I always get stuck on some project, and I end up walking away with, like, a ton of stuff that still needs to be done. I always feel like a jerk, because, like, everyone else has to come in on Friday and, like, finish what I started. Um, Like, I just walked out of a computer lab today with about 20 computers just starting an imaging process, and then tomorrow, like, the other people, and there's only, like, two other technicians in our department, actually, so it's not, like, a ton of other people are even there, but they have to go and clean that up tomorrow, like, log in all the computers and make sure it worked, but since I'm a student worker, they've got a limited number of hours they can have me uh, work every week. I was doing, um, at work, we're getting new computers in right now like i said i work at my college and since it's summertime they're shipping in new computers we got a computer lab that we're switching out all the computers in i got to be the one to go install the new computers and this is like as fun as it gets for it like kyle what's what's your job in like what do you work uh, at? uh it's it's uh, it's an admin in it so okay so like admin do you basically do all your stuff from your desk or is there like yeah mainly unless okay. they like tell me to do something somewhere else Right. I work in um, client services, and that's where we have to actually go around to the physical computers all around campus and deal with that. And then we've got data services is like, I guess, what you do where they sit at a desk and do admin stuff. And then there's network services for the stuff in between. Um, yeah. I mean, our, our, our admin department also deals with uh, app support, and okay. that includes... Uh, kind of what you do going around to the different yeah. locations and fixing stuff but yeah, since i mean they don't really trust me i don't do that okay yeah it's well they put me on like client services because they don't trust me to touch the servers and stuff generally um but yeah it's basically the most fun thing to do is when we get new c- computers because most of the time we're messing with computers that are around campus they're dirty they're old they're slow uh so then like new computers take them out of boxes imaging them, putting them in the rooms. That's, you know, what's fine. A couple days this week, I was installing these new computers in a lab and I work at, so I'm going to a technical college right now. Um, I started off at university, figured out I couldn't really afford that. So I switched to a technical college and I've, I've learned a whole bunch here. Um, but 
the the people, the students there that I'm around aren't always the brightest. I had this one kid try and come into this uh, computer lab while I was putting computers in it. So I'm in there for like an hour and a half setting up these new computers. I've still got like a quarter of them left. And then this class is going to start in like 15 minutes. So the student shows up and like he's got some friends with him but only one of them was really talking to me he starts knocking on this door to the computer lab which i have i entered the lab after i unlocked the door with my key and then i i locked the door again once i was inside because like the lab was locked when i got there so i keep it locked um so he starts knocking on the door i go over to him i'm like can i help you and he's like i've got a class starting in here in 15 minutes and i said well there's no teacher here so if he, and he said should i just wait outside then i said yep and i closed the door um, so I start doing stuff, and then eventually I have to go across the hall to get a monitor from a closet, uh, for one of these computers, and I do that, and when I come back, he's, like, looking into the empty room that I closed the door behind me again, and I, as I'm walking around him to get back into the room, he says, so is, is it, like, an actual rule that I can't come in? And I said, yeah, it's because the door was locked when I got here, you have to wait out here until somebody else is here to unlock it, and he was like... Okay, as long as it's an actual rule, and he like he really emphasized that he's like as long as it's an actual rule, then that's okay. It's not I, Jacob's uh, right. I hate you rule. It's like yeah. it's it's an actual rule because my boss told me it's an actual rule. Like I don't know if it's written down anywhere, but this kid thought I was. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't. He thought it's like I don't know what he wants it? from you. It's just right. Like thought I was going rule. out of it's my like, way. Yeah, it's in the rule book. Yeah. Yeah, but like who? Like, See right here. It's on this piece of paper. You can't look at. This was an architecture student, and architecture students are always freaking arrogant at my school. Like they're the worst students <laughs> to deal with. Like I said, we're a technical college, so like IT is on the more white collar end of this college. Most of the the stuff is like manufacturing and stuff. Uh, but like if I'm in the the automotive building and I like don't know where a teacher is, I ask a student. The, the people are nice over there. Um, if I'm in, like, control systems and I need to figure out where some computer is connected to some machine, you know, students will help me figure stuff out. Every time I'm in architecture and every time I go up there, it's usually to fix one of their broken printers because they got, like, 12 printers. Um, the students in architecture, they're, like, more white-collar than IT, I guess. Um, but they look at, like, the IT people, the workers, like we're janitors or something. Like, they're always <laughs> just... And it's... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what their problem is, but I, yeah. I I recognize this kid from architecture. I'm like, yeah, it would be an architecture kid that thinks that I am just keeping him out of a room for fun and not for any particular reason. I mean, what's he trying to do in the room anyways? Like, yeah, is there was, some like really important business? I don't yeah. know. I, I get showing up to your class early, and I do that too. He's like, well, I always show up early, so is it as long <laughs> as it's an actual rule that I can't come in, but I normally do show up early. Like, I show up early to classes too. Some of the teachers are kind of annoying. They don't show up until, like, a minute before class is supposed to start, which is bad. But, like, the door was locked when I got there, so if I hadn't been there, he still would have been standing outside. He just would have been standing outside, and the lights would have been off instead of on. Inside. It kind of feels like... He just wants to set up in the classroom, kick out his feet, and then teacher walks in and is like, oh, you made it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so good of you the, to show up. Another, like, once they all, the teacher did show up a few minutes later, and everyone went in, and the students all sit down at the old computers. Like, I, they were only, some of them were switched out at that point, and everyone's sitting down at these, the old ones, and there's brand new computers with 1080p screens, like, brand new mouse and keyboard, <laughs> 
that don't have all the crap on them, you know. And these computers were just imaged, so you know they're faster. Not to mention just they're newer, so they're faster. Now everyone's sitting down at these old, dirty, slow computers. Like, what are you, what are you doing? It's just a metaphor for the students, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that someone else from my department switched out the rest of the computers now. I was, like, being real meticulous with all the cable management and stuff. Um, as meticulous as you can be when you're dealing with it with just a plain wood desk. Not really a lot of places to hide cables, but... But, yeah, that was the most eventful part of my working this week. So did you let them know, like, guys, there are new computers right here? Uh, you know, considering... All right, so I said the new ones have 1080p screens. That's a big step up. Because the old ones were 4 to 3 aspect ratio, and they were like 1024 oh, by 768 type stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, so I assumed that they could tell that some of them were brand new. <laughs> um, they'll be able to tell once once the ones that they are using get switched out. They'll, they'll see the difference, hopefully. But, yeah, no, I, I didn't say anything to them. You just walk out uh, behind the school, and they're just sitting, like, at the dumpster trying to use the old ones. <laughs> like, well, I right. don't, why, are they, why are they out here? That is oh. kind of funny. Sometimes I have to wheel out carts full of old equipment, too. We've got these, um, we've got these fake recycling bins. That they're, like, they're basically, we put a cardboard box on a pallet and fill it up with old computers, and somebody comes and picks them up. And every now and then there will be students that see me wheeling these big things of computers out, and they'll see me, like, throwing these crappy old screens and, like, mice and keyboards and stuff into this recycling bin, and they'll say, are you just throwing all that out? And I said, it's recycling, yeah. And they're like, can we have some? And I always tell them, like, I can't give you any, but, you know, like, if they take some after I walk away, that it's, you know, it's getting recycled anyway. But, like, wh I don't know why people want that stuff anyway. By the time we throw it out, you really... It's not much use for it. it yeah, with like a lot of with like a lot of old computers, you like go through it thinking like, oh, you never know, there might be something in here that's useful to me. Never, right? You never yeah, find anything never. you want in there. It's like, what do you want? Like an ancient? You want to rip out this thing's like ancient CPU? Like go ahead, but like, right. what are you gonna use it for? Yeah, I guess the only useful thing will be refined. Designated even space cadet three thousand machine. Huh? No, the, uh, the game that used to all right, be, like, all right, all right. Who's talking first? Uh, <laughs> you, you, I, I'll, I'll be quiet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just saying you could use it as your designated uh, space cadet three thousand machine. Oh, <laughs> yes. Is yeah, uh, saying, yeah. Oh, go ahead. The only useful thing would be like the fan, and even then, you can just buy a better one probably. Right. Um. Is space cadet three thousand that that's not that game that uses like thin clients for PCs to connect to? Is it? No, it's it's pinball. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, the okay, okay. it's the pinball. It's the Windows game. XP pinball. I got it. Um, might have been with some older versions too, but I remember it from XP. Um, th have you heard of that game? Um, oh, what's it called? There, there was a, basically it's like a Star Trek simulator, where you're. Is like, it? Uh, is it Pulsar? I don't know. You've got or, one computer that like runs the game, and it's like the main oh, screen mm, of the bridge, okay. and then you actually do use Not thin. You, you use, like, old computers, I guess, would be useful if you're setting something like that up, where uh, every computer is, like, a player's station. Hmm. I haven't actually heard of that. Yeah. Oh, so everyone has, like, a different role in the bridge, and you're all just, like, yeah. different I know, I know that's the concept behind uh, Pulsar Lost Colony, but it doesn't use, like, actual separate machines. It just okay. uses, it's, like, co-op online. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember what the name of this one was, but it is like it's like a local networked thing that you set up. 
uh, but that looks pretty cool. But yeah, no, we, uh, I had a friend who, I used to be like that, where I would save all kinds of old computers, and so did my friends when we were in high school. Um, and I had a friend of mine, Michael Cheneau, he, uh, he got, like, a lab full of computers from our high school the year that we graduated somehow, or, like, half of a lab. So he's got all these, like, Dell Optiplexes sitting around. And when it came time for Display Season 3 rendering to start, he offered to set up, he kept offering to set up a render farm with these Dell Optiplexes, because he had, like, 12 of them or whatever. And I said, yeah, you know, go ahead, try and set that up. Um, personally, I just bought a, a Vega graphics card and plugged it in with a render box to my laptop but um i said you want to try and set up a render farm you do that he got these things up and running with blender and i sent him a file and like after a week he says yeah i got like two frames out of your file it's like after after a certain amount of years computers just stop being useful for most things yeah they, it's yeah. So it's like an old computer is not going to suddenly, you know, work just as brand as it's brand new. If right. You give it enough elbow grease. He thought that it was because he had 12 of them that it would work great. But it's like you take <laughs> zero times 12 is still I zero. Say, I was about to say that. Yeah. Even if it's yeah. just zero times one, it's just. Yeah. Or fuck. 12 <laughs> times one. So oh, I, um, I don't work in IT. I work in like uh, basically records like for a hospital. But. Why is it that like computers just get fucking slow as hell? Is it just because the components get like start wearing down inside of them, or do we just like conceive of it as being slow because we have faster equipment available? Um, like, yeah. For I'll, I can go first. You guys can answer as well if you want. Um, I think for the most part, when you're if you're using Windows, then you're installing programs. You might be uninstalling programs and things build up over time. Um, like in the registry oh, and just oh, files right, laying right. around. That kind of thing slows down the actual operation of the computer that Windows handles. Um, so that's one of the reasons why today, I actually, when I imaged that lab full of computers today, um, I think my boss might not be super happy that I did that because I didn't need to re-image those computers. They had a program called SolidWorks on them, which is some like CAD type thing, I don't know. Um, but they needed it upgraded from 2015 to 2017, and it it took hours to upgrade manually per computer. Not to mention these computers were on Windows 10 version like 1607, and you know the latest version is 1803. That's like three or four major versions behind. Um, mm -hmm. So then I decided I'll just make an image with this new software and re-image all these computers. And part of the other reason why I wanted to do that is because these computers had been upgraded from Windows 7, um, and they were still on the OEM version of Windows that came with them, so they had all kinds of crapware still laying on them from that. So just by reinstalling your operating system, um, you know, like, we kind of joke about in our little circle, a uh, clean boot, or whatever it is Soak would always does, but yeah. <laughs> that actually reinstalling Windows can help just fix up little small problems like that like your fan uh not like your fan but <laughs> other things yeah so speaking of um events at work i actually had one it wasn't this week it was a few weeks ago but in like i work in medical records which is basically just filing away things like you know medical charts and stuff like that okay and uh bring them to doctors and stuff like that so 
what happened was um it's all with the eu we have this new law coming in about privacy and like everyone has to have like the utmost privacy like it's actually kind of inconvenient because no one cares about like other people's files <laughs> in the hospital like yeah. so, you know you wouldn't really go around reading what thomas clancy's doing and what, what medicine he's taking but um it's law so you have to do it now we have this thing where um you have to like if you're not staff in the hospital with uh authorization to view the files you have to get like special authorization from a doctor and hmm. um, and basically this there there was some there was some crime that happened and uh, they wanted to like view the file for the uh for like for the evidence in court so my my uh, keep in mind that my supervisor is like she's like a five foot one woman she's really small she's kind of like she's she's not strict but like she's she can be if she wants to be okay um and anyway so there's a knock on our door because uh, it's all locked like electronically so we have we have like swipe cards and all and um it's a huge like six foot two detective and he comes in and he's like oh yeah hi he's like i'm whatever detective reynolds or whatever i can't remember what he's called and i didn't really pay attention um and he's like you know he's, he's towering over my supervisor and she's like oh yeah okay <laughs> and um he goes can i just have a look at so-and-so's file like this is, it's for a crime and she goes oh yeah can i see your id so she, he hands her like her his her uh, his detective ID and she's looking at it for about a minute. She's looking up, looking at him, looking at you know the picture, and she's standing there. And he go, she goes, um, "No, sorry, you're gonna have to get doctor's signature." And it was, it was the funniest thing. She looked, she just looked so out of place. Like tell him to go away, basically. And uh, um, oh, I felt I felt so bad for the guy. He just, he kind of had to turn around and just walk away and come back about five <laughs> minutes later with a with a signed note, like a kid who forgot his homework. Yeah. Nice. We've got, uh, all, all I've been doing for, like, the past pretty much month, like, aside from other things I'm given by my supervisor to do, I've been going through, like, all of these tape recordings and just burning them onto CDs, and, like, you see some crazy stuff that was just recorded for some reason, like, uh, because I'm working at the local sheriff's office and they have this thing for training cadets called spray day which is basically where everyone lines up and they all get a, a nice helping of chemical spray so like pepper spray right to the face and they have to recite the sheriff's office mission their mission statement and <laughs> all the while like their eyes feeling like they're on fire and just watching these like i guess these just like happy smiling looking like 20 somethings roll up and then just get sprayed in the face is 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 hilarious <laughs> oh video too not just audio yeah no video um although what's what's really peculiar about um the big archive i'm working through is that some of them were some of them were dvds that were then put on tape and now i'm putting them back onto dvd <laughs> i don't know <laughs> why that decision was made <laughs> but uh, it's like most of them from about like 10 10 or 9 years ago so that was a you know a crazy time are they vhs tapes or are they like archive There's tapes ca they're cassette tapes cassette tapes with video yeah huh. it, they're from like a from a video recorder or maybe like smaller cassettes or like just vhs size they're uh, not they're like camcorder tapes so oh, okay right okay God, yeah that's weird they're probably the all grizzled like officers now 
Huh? Well, I I work at the uh, the great institution of uh, Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, you know, it's pretty solid. Uh, I have a coworker there who's uh, who just started, and his name is Wesley. And I've almost called him Westy about a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is his last name Chow? <laughs> I I wish. Oh. Yeah, Westy just decided to stop his his whatever business he's in right now and just decide to work at Timmy's and become like an overweight and also French also dude. yeah and move and move all the way across the country literally the other side the other side of Canada I mean it's reasonable so actually there's a great debate isn't there about which is better Tim Hortons or Dunkin Donuts what do you guys think we have neither I mean, in Ireland so that's great I've never been to Tim Hortons, and I've been to Dunkin' Donuts, and it's pretty unimpressive, so... Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts I, was here for a bit, and it fucking died. Oh. I just I just don't... <laughs> I don't see why why you'd go to that when you just go to Starbucks or something, so... Oh, I can't I've never Starbucks. Been, I've never been, to, never been to Tim Hortons, so I don't know what... Maybe they've got some magic cooking there. Does, uh, does Dunkin' Donuts, are they the ones who, like always pitch those uh like uh what is it powdered sugar donuts uh maybe that sounds like something they do because that sounds disgusting but they no, had like, like a big huge either, array it was either them or another place that did that and they they aren't around anymore and they're those type of donuts like i hated them at that place but i actually i'm okay with the ones that we have at tim's i hate i hate them everywhere they're just the worst kind of donut possible are those the really small kind of just just yeah like, and they're just like it's just powdered sugar it's yeah. yeah you try to eat it and you you get more of it on your shirt than you do on your mouth <laughs> so you're not really uh-huh. eating it so much as smearing it on yourself yeah we don't we don't have them in our own either but i've seen like they're always in the movies and stuff and it's just it just gets everywhere. Like you take one bite, and it's like a big puff of air. Like a puff happens well, out. these are like the ones that come in the pla- uh, the plastic bag that you can get, f- or like the little paper bag that you get from like Walgreens or something, too, right? God, I, like, I mean, that, I, that, that same kind. Donut technology. I assume they wouldn't be different regardless of how you made them or where you made them. Right. So like the I see those as something that's like super cheap. Like yeah, it's crap, yeah. but like that's like something you take camping or like for breakfast. I mean, maybe. Don't have breakfast. <laughs> Five-year-old me is smiling right now. I don't well, know. I, I mean, just, I just know that, that when I used to go camping, like with Boy Scouts and stuff, we would either have like a whole ordeal for breakfast where we have to get out all the cooking stuff and like do dishes and cook stuff over <laughs> fire, like gas stoves or whatever, and like use recipes and all that, or we would just have like super cheap crap. And, like, those donuts are one of the super cheap crap options that we sometimes used. Well, what are they like for at your, at your Tim Hortons, um, Rooney? The, uh, the powdered ones? Yeah. Are they, like, what size are we talking? Like, normal size for a donut? Uh, a little, a little bit smaller. A little bit smaller. Okay. And they're, like, made of, made of, like, cake, and then it's, uh, oh. the powder. Yeah, ca- yeah, cakey donuts are just not good. Yeah, no. no yeah. <laughs> And it's, all, it's only those donuts that are slightly smaller as well. Like, no other donut is smaller than a donut size, you know? It's just the weird powdered ones. Yeah. Well, really. the powdered ones that I'm talking about, they're, the like, the kind that also come in chocolate, where you, it's not, like, it's, like, solid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not like a ring donut, like a solid donut. Huh? 
No, no, no. Um, it's got a ring. I mean the chocolate. It's not like a chocolate powder. It's like actual just like chocolate on the oh, outside of the donut. Okay. So but maybe I'm thinking unusual, of something different. Right? Or... Huh? No, oh, whatever. It's fine. No, it's, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, like, when... What's, like, the main place people get coffee from in America? Starbucks, yeah. basically. Okay, really? All right. I don't know. I don't know of any others. Yeah, because it's just, it's just weird, because, like, Tim Hortons is so baked into our culture here that it's, like, if you're going to get, like, a coffee and something... It's, I mean, I know it's just there. I know Yankees usually go to like Dunkin' Donuts because people up there love Dunkin' Donuts for some reason. I don't know why. America yeah, runs I was, on I was Dunkin'. About to say. Yeah, it's a lie. America runs on <laughs> Starbucks. It's well, way better. Well, here's a I. Who <laughs> do you know? I don't know anybody who actually goes out for coffee. Like we just make it. Like my office has a coffee machine in it. My house. I mean, has a yeah, coffee but that's 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 awful coffee. It's right. not good. So yeah, if but I want normally it's for like dates and stuff that you go out for coffee. Yeah. Well, my, I, I did this, sorry. Oh, my sister goes to McDonald's for coffee. Oh yeah. Oh. But don't Ooh. they have Tim Hortons, McCoffee, and McDonald's? Uh, kind of. Like the old supplier was, uh, like, they got the co- a contract from McDonald's, basically. Oh right. Like yeah, the yeah, coffee's good, but like the, the drive-through is slower than Tim Hortons usually because people actually like order like a bunch of different food and stuff so it'll always have the advantage Hmm. yeah that's fair enough mcdonald's coffee is not very good Uh, i can't make coffee to begin with like everything oh i can't stand coffee but i'll I'll sell it to you all day (laughs) right no i i feel like coffee coffee is tea better yeah i also prefer tea like coffee is like alcohol where it's just like it tastes the base substance tastes bad and then you add as much as you can to it to make it taste less bad but really but you're just doing it for taste. the coffee mm-hmm. right i mean i'm i'm drinking black coffee right now it tastes fine you, huh. oh god i, I, couldn't, I, I, need I feel bad for your taste buds all five i mean of you them. really should feel bad with my for my taste buds with the stuff that i eat and drink just like whatever <laughs> is on the extremes of like spicy bitter sour I don't mind spicy extreme, but like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't drink black coffee. That's just like <laughs> satanic. Wouldn't be able yeah. to do that. But um, I actually, as, as an Irish person, I got Boston like relatives, obviously, because we all feckin' ran over there. But um, they all die for Dunkin's. It's not even funny. Like, my dad loves it as well because they bring it over. Like, they bring over, like, packs of the coffee, coffee beans so we can grind them up. I like it. Like, it's fine. But I've actually never had Tim Horton, so I might have to try that. If I ever go over to America again, no, no, I, honestly, the best thing about Tim Hortons, which I think is understated, because like obviously the addicts need their fix, like the coffee. Um, but there's like a ton of great like donut options and like Timbits, which it's just mini donuts. Um, Timbits. <laughs> it's the it's the donut hole essentially, but they're good. And the the weird thing there is that. For some reason, it costs the same amount to get, like, uh, a 20-pack as, like, a 50-pack. So, I... So, why would I, I only get a 20-pack when you can get 50 donuts for the same price? Yeah. Gosh, uh, but, yeah, like, there's Boston Cream, which is, like, a chocolate, uh... What's the thing? It's called fondant, but chocolate, like, on top. And it's filled with, like, cream stuff, and those are amazing. Like chocolate icing, kind of. Yeah, yeah. 
And then there's like apple fritters and like blueberry fritters and ugh. And uh, I still I get... think the best. Uh, I still think the best donut is a jam donut. Like I, I love jam donuts. So Jam's nice. pretty good. I mean, I, I, pre- I prefer like any kind of donut that's filled versus just unfilled, but mainly like, uh, whatever, like custard. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, basically what's in the Custard uh, can be Boston nice, but sometimes there. it can be really, really horrible. Like, it's kind of that's like, true. look at the draw. But jam, you know, jam's always nice. Yeah. I mean, with, Although we don't really with... eat donuts that often over here. Well, uh, but to be fair, at this point, like, my city's been gentrified to where there's a nice coffee house, like, every three blocks. So, if I'm really looking for some coffee, I'd probably just go there. But if I'm in a hurry, I'd go to Starbucks. And there might be, like, a Dunkin' Donuts somewhere in this entire general area, but no one goes there. Mm. I just remember having to, I just remember being stuck in LaGuardia with nothing but a Dunkin' Donuts, and that was just disturbing. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, we. I, I would never go out for coffee now, because where I work, they make a really good coffee for 25 cent if you're staff, so there's no, no, no point going paying four euro for a coffee when you can pay 25 cents. Mm-hmm. At my, sc- amazing deal. my school has a cafeteria that makes coffee and I've heard it's pretty good um, mm-hmm. for coffee drinkers and then I in class there's a big group of kids who go down every day um, every morning to get coffee like during our break in class and uh, we've got like really long classes and we get a couple breaks throughout at the school so my freshman semester at the school they I remember this ordeal with the pricing it used to be cheaper, uh, but there was this one kid, they, they give out these styrofoam cups in the cafeteria for the coffee. This one kid always brought his own cup, which they let you do, uh, but his mm. cup was like huge, and the, the people who worked <laughs> at the cafeteria would always try and charge him slightly more than everyone else because his cup was so big. Um, and he always got annoyed by it, and everyone else was like, well, you're getting more coffee, they're going to charge you more, whatever. Um, all I know, I wasn't actually there because I never got coffee, but he ended up arguing with the people a ton, and he ended up getting the price of coffee raised for everybody else. Oh, for God's um, <laughs> and, and then he left the school for the second semester, and now a year and a half later, the price of the coffee is still higher. <laughs> so he just screwed everyone. Probably another school thing. arguing about the price somewhere else. Right, he's just hopping around yeah. technical colleges in St. Louis, jacking the coffee prices up. <laughs> every yeah. time coffee, i oh go ahead uh, the coffee that we've got at, at my work is is awful but i drink it anyways because i've got low standards <laughs> i uh the coffee maker in my actual office um usually i i don't know how they end up screwing up coffee so much but like once every week or so or once every once every two weeks or so somebody will take a sip of the coffee and they'll say it's just like straight salt or something. <laughs> salt, it's like what the heck? right. They'll say this is just liquefied salt. I don't. <laughs> and then they'll have to dump out that batch in the bathroom or something and make more. But it's like I I don't understand how they mess coffee up because I don't think like you just put the coffee beans in or whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, if the, if you the let in. the coffee sit for too long, like it can get like burned up. Yeah, but then the wouldn't your worst like problem to being lukewarm instead of hot. I feel like you noticed that before you noticed it tastes like salt. 
I mean, yeah, I but guess. I didn't think there was a high salt content in the coffee it. to begin with. Like, where is it coming from? Right. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about the taste the of salt. Like, that seems yeah, kind of weird. I feel like they just have some weird coffee <laughs> mixture. Yeah. <laughs> Every well, time yeah, I yeah. try and drink coffee, I always, it smells good, and I think I'm going to like it, and then <laughs> it tastes bad. Uh, yeah. The last yeah. time that I tried to drink coffee was in, I was in New York, um, and I was up there a few, it was like a month or so ago. Um, me, my sister, and my mom went up to New York, and my sister was doing some dance thing, so me and my mom were kind of dropping her off, and then she stayed a few extra weeks. Uh, but we, we were all in the same hotel room. One morning, those two went out. They let me sleep in, so I wake up, and I don't have any breakfast or anything. Uh, but I don't normally eat a big breakfast anyway. I'm like, oh, there's hotel coffee, you know, in the hotel room. So I'll just make some coffee, uh, yeah. even though I never drink coffee. So I spend like the the five, ten minutes, whatever, going through the process of like figuring out how this coffee machine works and like getting water and putting it through the thing. Um, and this this coffee <clears throat> thing fills the cup up to the very top. It almost spilled, but it didn't. And I finally get it. I give it, like, I'm smart about it. I give it, like, five minutes to cool down. Um, and then it, it smells fine. I put a bunch of cream in it, sugar, whatever. And I take one sip, and I'm like, that was a waste of time. I, that, <laughs> I don't trust, I don't trust like, any coffee that's just kind of sitting out there. Like, if it's just, it, like, at, like at uh, that kind of stuff at a hotel or something, like, Okay. Uh, even if it's even if it's like labeled with the brand on it, like for some reason it tastes worse than it normally would, and I don't know why. But I don't think I've ever had a cup of coffee from a hotel like, oh, that's good coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's really known for their good coffees, are they? Unless like it's really up, up like five star. Yeah, like that's what we were we were saying. Like, is any coffee really good coffee, or you just have like less bad? I know you you like straight coffee apparently, but. I mean, that wasn't me. That was someone else. Who was that actually? Which one of you is the demon who likes me. straight coffee? <laughs> I don't I don't even like. I don't mind coffee, but you're gonna get some snobs out there who are like, "Oh, I only have the Arabian blend or whatever." Like, shut up. It all tastes the same. Um, I just have it to wake up. Like, if I'm falling asleep, I just have a cup of coffee and it kind of gets me going. I mean, I kind of agree with you, and it all tastes the same because it it kind of does. Like, I couldn't tell you the difference between like Arabian and Colombian coffee. But I'm sure there is some just for someone with a more inspired taste palette. But like, I'm here just basically drinking motor oil. He's drinking motor. It's kind of like the um, who's you know Bernie's assistant uh, in Rooster Teeth. Who's that again? Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, it's like but when she, she her old job. She had to taste coffee, and she just wrote down it tastes like coffee for every one of them. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Oh, no, I mean, I don't mind coffee, I just, I really prefer tea, because you don't, you can't really get a salty tea bag. I mean, I, I'll, I'll drink, like, my issue with tea is, like, I can't really enjoy it a lot of the times when it's, like, not, doesn't have stuff in it, and I don't want to put anything in it, so, like, that's kind of my issue, but, like, green tea, I love green tea, because you can, you, you, you're supposed to drink that straight. I don't know if there's some uh -oh. crazies running around putting things in green tea. Oh, no. Well, I mean, uh, I, 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 like I don't really like green tea, but I will put milk in it right there. Hmm? What? I said I've seen it once or twice, but usually, like, never. Oh, uh, yeah. I I think I'd have a heart attack if I saw someone <laughs> doing that. But, oh. 
I mean, speaking of, of having a heart attack, on, on Tuesday I came into work and there's just a note on our on our on one of our boards and it just said like no coffee maker available today and I just I went into a panic because I we were switching out a old coffee maker with a new one mm. and I don't know I, I don't know what's the deal because the new one doesn't work. So I just kind of had to like basically bum coffee off of other people which like they were okay with but well but like oh, man, give me a sip. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, just, just let no, me like, like, everyone has their a lot of people have their own coffee makers in their um in their offices. But this one guy's I try to make some coffee and I like I use the wrong kind so it just like overthrow it flowed, like the water overflow just started spilling out of the bottom. So that was a whole mess I had to clean up. But I tur- I think I was just using the wrong grinds because the next day I asked him like what grinds to use and it was the other ones, but that's my uh yeah <laughs> does it does it work now or are you still without a coffee maker at work oh i have no idea <laughs> it didn't work <laughs> yesterday so uh it very well could still not work good story oil the issue is the the water like thanks <laughs> the water like isn't warm so what it'll do is it's just cold water on like filtering through the coffee grinds and like when the water isn't hot it just kind of like seeps through it doesn't really like brew so it's just lukewarm water spilling straight through the grinds oh, right gosh. so there's actually yeah, no so, worse than a cold coffee yeah so oh. it's it's in it's but it's not even coffee it's just like water that slightly tastes like coffee i would assume that just that just sounds like the worst thing in the world yeah it, it i thankfully didn't drink it mm. the yeah, people see, at my like, work oh go ahead we have like a coffee maker but i normally because I'm always paranoid about like um, time constraints, like I, I like to wait for my coffee to cool a good bit. So I always put just I put boiling water in the top of the machine. Is that like a problem, or is it okay to do that? Because it just like uh, filters right through mean, and it's it's really quick. You're not supposed to. I feel ah, like that could damage the maker, because I mean, it's supposed to heat it up. That's like a big part of it. That's why it takes a minute to brew, because it it it, it heats up the water. But I mean. If yeah, nothing's melted yet, I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> Maybe we should just invest in a French press and do it nice, do some nice barista stuff. Yeah, that's French presses is something that I've always hoped would taste good, but then I try it and I'm like, huh, this just tastes like normal coffee. Like, oh. Yeah, it's because all coffee's the same. I guess all coffee does taste the same, except for <laughs> coffee. Except for coffee, you have to pay for that. Always tastes different. Yeah. What's the deal with that though? <laughs> I mean, deal with coffee. <laughs> I'm just know, hoping. I'm just hoping that my school has good coffee. Cause when I was in, uh, I was doing a program at Columbia University last year, and the coffee they had gave me some mad shits. And oh, I, coffee shits are actually horrible. That's it. No, it's, it's actually terrible. Cause know, it's like I'd so finish. Bad. I wouldn't even finish the cup, and I'm like, wow, I'm about to explode. I need to, so I'd be, I need to jet off. <laughs> it was just, it was an awful. It was something awful, and I don't know why. And I just really hope I'm not going to be stuck with that type of coffee for four years. It's always a risk drinking coffee because no, you can actually you just feel it in your stomach. You're like, oh, it's it's irreversible now. Yeah. It's oh god, it's like Guinness shits. You 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 guys probably don't drink Guinness tea. No. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's a thing that'll creep up on you, so basically, 
like on the night out we have this thing called you know how you have pre-drinks like you drink like pre-gaming yeah oh boy do we know we <laughs> missed the rave because of it we have you know pre-shitting us? where you where if you're drinking everyone drinks Guinness over here like it's not even a, it's not even a meme like it's fucking it's, it's lovely but um you have to it's shit before meme, you leave for the pub because if you don't shit you'll be drinking in the pub you'll be having a second or third pint and the Guinness will start like brewing up in your stomach and it's gonna it, you, you'll just need to evacuate your bowels and it always it just makes it smell so bad. It's just it's a whole thing. So this is if you're ever drinking Guinness, just ship beforehand for 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 the sake of you and people around you. I'm learning a lot. This has been a public service announcement. It's a European culture. <laughs> yeah, it's just this the is... Irish culture, to be honest. I don't think anyone else drinks Guinness. Like stout is very a uh, very Irish thing. Everyone else yeah. drinks lager, like or beer, as you guys call it. It seems mainly associated with uh, Irish people. What's those Guinness? Or yeah. Yeah. If you, oh, it's bad, like, it's the best dad out there, but if, um, if you're stuck, you might have to drink Murphy's, and that's, oh, it's just like a knock, cheap knockoff of Guinness. I mean, it's, I think it's older than Guinness, but still, Guinness is nicer. I got offered beer recently. Um, I went to a Linux user group meetup. Don't know if you guys have ever been to one of those, but a lot of I'm not a Linux. Thing. I'm not a Linux user. So. <laughs> okay, um, a lot of cities have Linux user groups where people who use Linux like meet up and talk about using Linux. I went to the St. Louis <laughs> one last year one time. Um, I was so disappointed because, like, I was expecting to, like, meet other Linux users, like, hang out, talk about Linux. I get there at this meeting last year, and it's, like, all retired age men, like, <laughs> 60s, 70s. Um, How were they using Linux? That's actually impressive. It's because they built Windows. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are they, uh, yeah, a lot of them were, like, old-time Unix users from before Linux. And... Uh, <laughs> And yeah, they were people who had worked in Linux and then retired from their server administration roles and then just still got together to talk about Linux, I guess. So you just um, showed up to a class reunion. Right. Yeah, yeah it's like a bad porno. Well, I was at the that walks in. October of last year, and then um, November I missed it because of Extra Life. December they were having a Christmas party. I didn't want to show up to a Christmas party with a bunch of old people, you know, crash the thing. <laughs> Uh, and then I got a job and didn't show up to a bunch of meetings, but I could actually make one this month. So I went to one. They changed locations. Last year it was at some conference room in an electric company, uh, but this time it was at like a it was a pizzeria, but it's basically a bar because everything in St. Louis is a freaking bar. Um, so we were sitting around talking about Linux. Um, I got into some argument with somebody about Google being bad versus good. Um, but at some point someone was giving a presentation on how to run a mail server on a Raspberry Pi and like this guy comes up to me with a pitcher of beer and he was like offering it to other people it wasn't just me but he like held up the pitcher toward me and I I just like shook my head uh, but it's like yeah like I don't know if they knew that I was under drinking age because I'm turning 20 on Saturday um, oh shit and but then happy, on the other happy hand birthday yeah, on the other hand, this is a bunch of old Linux users, so they're like hippies, so maybe they just don't care. Yeah. that's See, that's I, that's what I hate about America. Like, I've been drinking for the last... I'm turning 20 in, like, a month, but um, I've been drinking for the tell, last two years. Like Yeah, tell illegally. us why you hate America, Cormac. 
I hate freedom. I mean, I can. I, I don't like too. how you guys are are free. It's going. No, to you're just from Northern America. Nah, you're yeah. from Southern Canada. No, <laughs> you guys talking about me or what? I mean, the one What's that's connected on? to America. I, I mean, the whole to... world, every country in the world belongs to America. You're either uh, you're either America or you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just don't like the drinking states. age. It's stupid. Yeah. Like I've been drinking since I was sixteen because they do not give a shit in Ireland. Like I, the local pub near me, I know the owner because my parents, well, my, my, my mom and all her brothers used to work for him. So he was like, I remember once I went in there with all of my friends. We were all underage, right? And um, he like this is about. 10, 10, like, you know, 16, 17 year olds, we, we all looked like feckin' 12 and um, <laughs> we walk in and he's like, okay, he's like I can't, I can't just serve these, like, he, I'm gonna have to ask for ID, so he walks up and he, like, he, he's, he walks up he starts, he asks the first guy, like, sitting, like, we're all sitting in a booth, and he goes, oh yeah do you have ID there? And I look at him, I go oh hey Tom, and he goes, oh it's you, okay, right, what do you want? <laughs> it was, it's, it's beautiful <laughs> but, um yeah, I can't believe, like, I, I it's it's, it's crazy how you guys have to drink at 21. I mean, I don't get it either. It really doesn't make much sense to me, but, I mean, there's not much you can do about it at this point. So much for your freedom. <laughs> I mean, America, yeah. America destroyed BTFO. <laughs> it's all a lie. Entire country dissolves. You know... I mean, you, oh, go ahead. I said it's just used to... It used to be uh, 18 for a while, but then it got moved up around the mm. 80s for some reason. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys are really weird Puritan drinking laws, like. Mm-hmm. It, it is th- kind of crazy. There's other stuff that's being pushed up age-wise now, like per yeah. state. I what mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like smoking or driving or it's it's. I say it's um, cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes. I know. I think New Jersey pushed it up to 21. Okay. That's. I mean, I I don't really mind that because cigarettes are like terrible for you. Like they're way worse than alcohol. Uh, I'd much right. rather. I'd much rather. Like, here's the deal: we can we can push cigarettes up to 21 and bring alcohol down to 18. I'll will do that. <laughs> yeah, that's how's that's that fine. sound? I, you know what? I agree with that. Let's put it into law. Yeah, I'll bring up the law. It. It's passed. That's for all yeah, of our countries. All right, everyone say aye if you agree with the law. Aye. 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 Great, it's passed. Uh, right. We should just uh, inform our respective countries. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, send this, this podcast to your I'll, local uh, representative. I'll flip this to Weedman to inform and them. I'll tell him. I mean, Weedman should be in, should be fine with it. Yeah. I just don't know if uh, anyone around here would be happy with it. Probably not. Hmm. But at what? least I'm not advocating for marijuana. <laughs> the, the devil's lettuce. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Paul America Ryan has a huge old. weed culture as well because of the drinking age. Like, we don't really have a huge weed culture over here because we all just drink or drink until we die. Like, I mean, Canada has a big weed culture because it's like it's about to be legal, and we kind of had the same thing as America up till now. But now it's just kind of kicked into overdrive. Everyone's yeah. gearing up for the legalization. Yeah, all the stoners are parading in the streets. Like, yeah. I, I went to a, like, smoke shop with a friend of mine who's, like, big into smoking weed. Um, and I was like, hey, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> um. They just stink. And just he was like, dreadlocks. he was like, oh, come on, man. Because they can sell you bongs. With, this is backwards ass, but they can sell you bongs all day long because it's, like, just a Water thing. Filtration. But they can't yeah. sell you, like, uh, rolling paper for, like, marijuana. 
Why don't they just answer cigarettes? Really? Like, they can't sell you joint paper, but they'll sell you, like, a $120 bong. Which is, That's uh, weird. Cause which he... is what happened. Is like, like, which bong should I buy? <laughs> I was like, I'm, well, I'm not buying you well, joint paper, so buy that one. Yeah, I know, I mean, you can, I, th- uh, I know if you can get joint paper, no problem here. Yeah, same, same thing here. With, with any kind of paraphernalia. It's just you can't actually buy marijuana. That's the exact so, same in Ireland. Like it's they, you can buy everything. Yeah, it, it's week. like it's like you can buy the car, but you can't buy the gas. Basically, mm. yeah. But that's that's weird. Like, they don't have to say, "Oh, yeah, these road papers are for cigarettes." If they use it for weed, it's not our it's not our fault. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically what they do here. They do say like king size cigarette rolling papers, but everyone uses them for weed. Like, we don't really have home. a lot. Oh, go, go ahead. It's like a whole shop dedicated to it in Stevens Green Shopping Center, which is like the main shopping center in the city center. It's just like, it's called Asha, and it's just all weed stuff. I'm like, it's not really a big deal. You know? Yeah, I feel like that's, like, where I live, that's vaping right now. Is like oh, yeah. a bunch of yeah, tiny little vape, things Vape-ish. everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I always There's am, a lot of vaping around here. I'm conflicted about, like, when I was at. My uni- the university I was going to was a smoke-free campus, and that included vaping and s- just cigarettes and everything. Um, so I in like people actually did like they respected that at the university. But now that I'm at this technical college, like tons of people vaping, and there are like designated smoking areas. But then they walk back inside with their vape juice or whatever, and they smell like the vape stuff. And it's actually less annoying than like cigarette smokers. Yeah, it's I'd rather smoke. yeah, I'd rather smoke it, smell a cherry than smell smoke to be honest. Just in general, though, St. Louis is a huge... I feel like St. Louis is more into drinking than most places. Like, yeah, we don't have a... Like, we don't have clubs. We've got bars. And that's... Like <laughs> our, like I said, the pizzeria, it's basically a bar that serves pizza. Uh, we've got just... The, like, we don't have another... Well, a separate issue is that, like, nobody... There, there aren't really places that play good music because it's all just like you start it's you'd go there to drink that's all you're going there yeah. to do um and as someone this who like, like i don't see myself drinking even once i'm past the drinking age so i'm gonna have nothing to do here hmm. once i turn 21 because i mean you know, i already I, have nothing to do here i guess it just won't you know, change I drink, no. <laughs> in, huh? in like oh you do you not like to drink or like who? you before you, you what about me was you that a like question or a like, statement? It's a question. Do you not oh. like to drink? Like, is that well, why I, you don't want to drink past 21? Uh, I've never... I, I mean, I'm under drinking age right now, and I'm a pretty normie person when it comes to following the law. So, um... Damn. Let's but yeah, it, like, yeah. I know some people who have problems with drinking, and it's like, I don't, you know, I just have no desire to get into that. I just yeah, don't like to put in the effort. It just seems like too much work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could see that, but like, yeah. there's no better feeling than blowing your paycheck on a load of pints. <laughs> um, I guess I try, yeah, we I have try a to huge drinking econom- culture over here. Economic like it's weird not to drink. Well, yeah, I could understand it in your case more so than anyone's. If you're in a place where just like kind of everyone drinks. Yeah, it's, just, it's kind of what's done. Like, even when you're a young kid, everyone goes to the pub and you just get a packet of potato and a Coke. Oh, yeah. potato or crisps, I believe. I mean, v- vaping, though, is, like, pretty big with the uh, the young folk. With, with, the, with the youth. youth today. 
by youth, I mean like. Did you ever notice that? Mi what? It's always neckbeards who vape. Did you ever notice that? That's kind of true. I hadn't thought about that. But uh, I know like I know a lot of uh, a lot of. It's really hot with the middle school crowd. Uh, so much so that one of my one of my friends got in trouble for selling uh, jewels to middle schoolers. <laughs> So <laughs> that was fun, but yeah, like there are kids in like seventh of my school. Uh, there are kids in like seventh and eighth grade, and they just be like jeweling, which is like you know one stop shop for a nicotine addiction, and it's just like a thing. And I just kind of it just came out of nowhere, and it makes you really wonder like why why did this just suddenly start like now? Like like I don't think yeah. they were smoking cigs before. Luckily. I don't know if you guys have heard, but the real cost campaign uh, is coming back to uh, uh, try and curb that that young vaping, yeah, thing going on. I got so pissed off at the real cost campaign <laughs> a couple years ago. I made a uh, video where I was basically screaming at the top of my lungs to do a camera. <laughs> I never published it, uh, but the problem with them. Have you guys seen like their YouTube ads and stuff? Yeah, oh, 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 actually, real is? quick yeah. though, real quick though, Go what's ahead. really funny about that is, is it is coming back, and a friend of mine was actually is actually in one of their commercials, no. but he <sighs> he vapes and like smokes weed like every day. <laughs> so just like casting call, he's like in it for the time. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's I mean, I mean, he's he's been in, life. I mean, he's been in like a lot of he's been in some music videos before and stuff like that so i guess like whatever connections got him there probably got into him to this so i just thought that yeah. was really funny Cormac, did you have but, a question what is it like is it just an anti-smoking group it's yeah our government the united states like i don't what is it the fda or somebody probably yeah they they like made they probably this contract it well, but yeah. the the funding is coming from our tax yeah. dollars, which is one of the problems I have with it. Mm -hmm. But they make yeah. these like ads and stuff. They they're, they're like commercials. Uh, but my thing was I see them online on like YouTube and stuff, where basically it's trying to get people to not smoke and whatever. But then like they always, my biggest problem was the imagery they use. They always make like they have these this graphic imagery of just like gross like ruined lungs. And it's like, if I'm looking up, you know, trying to watch a cat video on YouTube, I'm not, you know, I might be eating while I'm watching YouTube. I don't want to see, like, dead lungs on yeah. YouTube. And then my other big problem with The Real Cost was you click on one of their ads. And this is more a problem with Google advertising than The Real Cost, I guess. But I somehow got Google to tag me. Like, this person wants to see Real Cost ads. Like, I clicked huh. on one ad to see what it was. And the next two weeks, like... I could not watch a single YouTube video without a 15-second ad. Every website I went to, all the sidebar ads were real cost. Banner ads at the top, real cost. Banner ads at the bottom, real cost. It was the, I was driving me crazy. And yeah, I actually looked it up just a couple days ago. I don't. I, th I was doing a link dump for another podcast or something. And yeah, I uh, I read on their Wikipedia page like 2018. They're uh, having a resurgence for fighting the the young trend of vaping. I like, yeah. cannot wait for that. <laughs> I'm sure I can't. Smoking, I thought it was kind of okay. Like, I mean, obviously it's not good for you, but I didn't think it was the, really bad, the bad, issue. Bad. I, I've had this type of stuff because my school would. My school had a, a a lovely little seminar they forced us to sit through, which uh, more or less ended in the guy talking about it. Say like, yeah, I mean, it's probably bad, but there's no that, not that much actual evidence. So I mean, it's best just to avoid it. But 
Really, it, the issue with it is it's only been around for like a decade in full force, so there right. isn't that much actual data on it, like long-term studies. But there, there is speculation that it's it's definitely not harmless. But I mean, of course, like something like a jewel which has like high nicotine content is bad obviously because nicotine addiction yeah uh so i I don't know if you've seen any of these but uh a lot of like canadian ads like really go in when they're like anti-something uh Hmm. so there are there are some of these like brutal like uh workplace safety videos where Hmm. it's it's just this person talking about this like kind of like breaking the fourth wall like talking about this accident that's about to happen and like what could have been done to prevent it kind of like i think kind of like in a like sarcastic tone like i could have done this but the boss said we shouldn't right and then like there's this thing where there's like this uh like person in a kitchen and they have this giant thing of boiling oil and it's they're talking and then they just take one step and they go flying backwards and then they <laughs> oh, show yeah. them like on the ground <laughs> and Star one was right and there's another one where a guy goes like flying off a roof of a construction site <laughs> just like basically like superman flying off it just so, so i mean over pretty the much i think he lands on like a truck down below are they like injured at the end of it or dead or is it like a comical I mean, thing it, they, are they going for they shock should, factor or they're going for shock factor okay i think i've heard of like the oil one mm-hmm. of just like this woman like slipping and then her face just being like burned to yeah. a crisp by hot oil i yeah. once saw like the opposite of what you're describing it was in the week the opening week um orientation week at the university of missouri science and technology um in rala everyone was required or new freshmen were required to take a chem safety course even if we were never going to take a chemistry class we had to take a chem safety course and part of the course was these videos safety videos um and they were like the same thing where they're kind of sarcastically talking about stuff that could happen or might happen but then we they had this like over dramatic acting of doing the right thing and like preventing the accident. Mm-hmm. There was like one where there was some jacket on the floor and like people were working with chemicals and this girl was walking a- across the floor and like you can tell she's about to walk over the jacket and slip and fall. And then the kid sitting at the bench just like holds out his arm. He's like, "Wait." And you know, <laughs> bends down, oh, picks safety. up the jacket. We had our entire this was like a theater we were taking this class in, everyone just applauding. <laughs> <laughs> why do americans <laughs> applaud so much as well i don't understand that either i it mean was, that's that's kind of sarcastically applauding though. yeah it was i guess so applaud. still like that's it's so funny yeah oh did it billy you saved her yeah good job <laughs> thanks teach everyone <laughs> give him a round of applause we also I, people also applauded for the end of that class though which i thought was a little strange because <laughs> um, I think like people were trying to I guess people were trying to say they thought it was a good class like I said we were in uh, an auditorium for this it was because it was just literally a week of lecture on safety so it was powerpoints and videos um, and yeah at the end of it like you can interpret that one of two ways you can interpret that like people liked my class so they're applauding but then there's also the people are this happy that it's over <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm getting a standing ovation for being done 
there is always an awkward moment at like the last class of semester or like a guest lecturer you're like should we clap or do we just kind of walk away like it's yeah it is the awkward like five second pause before one person starts clapping and everyone just goes like just (laughs) starts you know but um oh i actually i think i think the irish are way more awkward than the americans like you guys are just all confident but like the irish and the english we just kind of stay to keep to ourselves like don't talk to people so like we're very isolationist in ourselves like i can't imagine clapping i like in the middle of a class that i would just i'd rather die because like what if you started clapping and no one else did and you were just sitting there like like a seal it's going out hmm. oh, I, I wouldn't be able to hack that no thank you i mean there's definitely a lot less of an introverted kind of culture here which you know so have I, have you guys like the, the weird of. thing for me is have you guys ever seen people clap in movie theaters? No, I don't. Oh, I've had that. discussions about that. it. I haven't seen okay. it. Okay, so it's it's a theoretical thing. All right, fair enough. It, I, it happened to me in America, and I nearly I just I, I started laughing like because in Ireland everyone's you know you get up it's no one from the movies there no one cares it's it was a good movie. <laughs> right. I feel like it always happens to the person visiting America. You're, all, you're always in we the just act weird around you we want to make yeah. you feel uncomfortable when the plane lands everyone's like you I'm like, want to make sure as soon as sure as soon as Cormac back. leaves the theater they stop clapping and just look over <laughs> that the door they're like oh god he's gone okay we can we, we can drop the facade there's actually there's a discussion about this in the displaced um the displaced bloopers season one and Joel from season one his name was Grayson the voice actor he was in favor of movie theater clapping and he, his thing was, you're you're not only applauding, like, other people were arguing with him during this thing, like, you shouldn't clap because, like, the director or the people who made the movie, they're not there. If they are there, then you clap, but that's, like, a special thing. Normally, they're I not there. That, like, mm-hmm. I mean, if the director's sitting behind me, I'm going to clap and be like, yeah, nice movie. Right. But then the, this guy was, uh, Grayson was saying, you, you're clapping not just for the movie, but also, like, for the audience around you. Like, great job not being idiots like if you don't clap if people are like talking during the movie or like if cell phones are going (laughs) off or like if everyone's quiet and like it's a it's an enjoyable movie experience then you clap as like a thank you to the people around you is what grayson said that's like expected expected behavior just not to be an asshole in movie theater yeah it's like it's it's for the bare minimum yeah (laughs) Yeah. here's the question when you do uh the people who have seen movie theater clapping was it before or after the credits uh, it was when the credits started rolling. When they started rolling, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're going to applaud well. the movie, then you should see the people who made it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. I've, no one watches the credits, though. I don't even know why they put them in there. I I always stay for the entire credits, but I always am, uh, like, the last one in the theater. I do, do, do that, that too? I do that for games. Okay, like, okay, always, yeah. I always look at games... Uh, so you, the credits for those but like i can't be asked to to sit through movie credits because like usually i'm with somebody and like no one else else gonna go do it so i'm just gonna i'm not just yeah gonna sit there. like i mean i i used to do that assassin's creed beat it out of me <laughs> i've yeah i've had right. some games where it's like can these just end already because it's like and here's our associate studios and their associate studios it's like i get you know, it that's one of the things I actually like about it, though, is, like, they're the only... One movie that came close to I actually got up and left, uh, it was The Mummy a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, a blockbuster movie or whatever. Like um, the third it, one? It, it was, like, a mediocre movie. Like a what? 
Like the third one of the Mummy the trilogy? Tom Cruise one? It was the Tom... It had Tom Cruise in it. I don't know if it was part of anything else. It was else. the bad one, okay. Yeah, it was the bad... Well, it was, like I said, mediocre. Like, me and... I went... My dad took me to see it for some reason. He was like, hey, want to see a movie? Uh, we didn't hate it. We didn't think it was anything special either. Uh, it didn't Man, make a whole lot of sense. Dark movie universe. But I didn't know it was part of a larger universe. But this movie, like, the... Um, when it got to like the visual effects team and like it had a whole section just for rotoscopers and it had like it basically you could have taken the vis effects credits from that and it could have been the entire credit reel for an animated movie um and i liked seeing that kind of thing because it's like this is now we know that a thousand people worked on this it actually makes it less impressive as a movie when you got that many people working on it whereas if the credits are short it's like oh like small group of people did this yeah Um, I, wasn't I, the Rock the Velvet movie? Like, wasn't he like a big Scorpion boy? Huh? Wasn't the Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson? No, no, that's yeah, the original. He was not. That was, that was number two. Oh, that yeah, was number two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Number two wasn't great either. That was that was embarrassing. Yeah, good cheese. I mean, it, it definitely does kind of shed a lot of light on a movie's process when it has like a huge, um, when it has like a huge budget, huge team working on it, and it's just awful. <laughs> You just know like, that there's a there's a Hollywood studio out there, yeah. That's just like throwing away all the <laughs> time and all this money for right. a terrible, terrible movie. Mm. That can bankrupt studios sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like with the Assassin's Creed games, at least in I forget which one it was that was like the most egregious. I think like Revelations or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was the the worst, but it's like they just kind of like because it's like less of a like movie theater type thing where people kind of like leave at the end i feel like they just tack in every if there's a person who even like looked at an email in like the <laughs> hong kong studio they put every single person from that studio yeah just for fun i mean for displaced i know that i definitely like anytime anyone touches the series i write down their name because like we we don't have like hundreds of names we've got a couple dozen mate like well no we got like a dozen but that looks more impressive than it if it was just like two names yeah so it makes sense to a point but once you hit that critical mass of like okay yeah you've got a lot of people then you don't need to keep i mean i guess it like I mean, I guess it's to avoid people like saying, like, hey, I worked on this and I wasn't even credited. The director is a horrible person. Uh, but, like... But who even listens to those people, like... But who who's, like, this... Who's, like, the on-site janitor who's gonna be like, I wasn't in the credits. Don't don't watch Steven Spielberg's films. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I don't... I, uh, are you guys big into film or you just kind of watch them for, like, pleasure? I hardly ever watch movies. I've I've been like I watch a lot of like film critic stuff, but I don't watch enough film. But like I I like film. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Like, but I mean, me me and Kyle. uh, Me and Kyle watch movies every week. Yeah, you know about that. You want to explain what that is, Rooney? And like, uh, basically every uh, Saturday night. I uh, host a screen, like, basically using a site called Rabbit, which allows you to put in a link, and it'll play that uh, website up for everyone, and it's synced up, so you can all watch something together. And I put a movie on, uh, almost always a bad one, and uh, 
me, Kyle, and some others uh, watch said movie, and uh, they enjoy it. Well, we also enjoy. Enjoy, <laughs> sort of. Enjoy, sort of. It's, it's. We've seen some pretty bad movies there. Like, I'm trying to think. What are some particularly terrible ones? Oh, if you let me get I my. Know, first, I know we watched. Oh my goodness. We, we watched the actually. Amazing Bulk, which is probably legendarily bad. Uh, it was not not something. as much as it should be. Yeah, if anyone's ever, if anyone watches, I hate everything. You're pr probably familiar with the Amazing Bulk. You ever but see that? Wind that that's one of. Them. What? Wind Talker is like this Nicolas Cage movie. Me and my friends watched it, but um. Oh, oh God! Watch it with the Nicolas Cage commentary. It's so funny. But um, yeah, they're working I, through some of Nicolas Cage's. Yeah, I like oh, it. God. I like he's, he's he's a he's a genius. For, like, okay. But uh, he, there's a shot in the movie, and it's like. It's, it's, someone throws a grenade, it's like a Vietnam War movie, someone throws a grenade at Nicolas Cage, and there is six different cuts of the grenade flying through the air, before, before it, like, like, hits its target, like, it's so, so weird, and, uh, Nicolas Cage is just talking about rap, or rock music over this, like, um, for the commentary, he's like, oh, you know, like, I was going, da -da -da -da, da -da -da -da. He, starts, he starts, like, humming, like, a rock, a rock song, just out of nowhere, he's... <laughs> Did he actually have any any useful commentary? Oh God, no! But it was funny. To listen one to. thing, yeah, I've noticed if you ever listen to commentary from actors, like the actors never have any idea what's going on in the show. Yes, yeah, the director. Like they don't even know the plot sometimes. And that, <laughs> and then you listen to like the director's commentary. They know what's going on. They they've got insight. The writers they'll tell you like stuff that happened behind the scenes. But then like yeah. you'll hear the the actors say things. I've heard. Same show, two tracks of commentary. One was actors, one was directors. The actors contradicted the directors <laughs> within their same commentary for the same episode, and it was like you you know that the uh, the actors don't know what they're talking about with that. Um, oh, uh, so kind of weird. But the only like directors commentary I listened to ever, just like on a whim, because uh, I had the DVD for some reason, and I just found it when I was like visiting my mom one time and I, I was like oh we had this it never been opened we had click and I, I watched the movie and I was like all right you know second half weird but whatever and I was like, <laughs> I, I listened to the director's commentary it was actually like it was like a podcast it was actually pretty decent like pretty Adam funny. Sandler and like I think a, a writer and like an art director or something was that an Adam Sandler movie yeah yeah Oh my god, I am. I thought it was Jim Carrey. I'm retarded. I don't know why I thought it was Jim uh, Carrey. I've, I haven't seen it in years. Here's the thing I've been noticing with our movie nights, we've been accidentally watching some pretty good movies. Like, Commando <laughs> was in there. Oh, Commando yeah. Commando was well, excellent. Commando, a very good movie. Whatever we watched last week, that was pretty good. Uh, Stone Cold, oh, not yeah, featuring Stone Steve Cold. Austin, featuring oh, a guy with like a mullet wearing a Steve Austin outfit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, like knockoff Stone Cold The Steve coolest Austin. guy ever, Steve, though. Steve Austin life story. And he infiltrated a Nazi biker gang. Yeah, it... it, it... Sounds like Steve Austin to me. Yeah, because a lot of these movies are, like, obviously trying to ride off the coattails of other action movies. So it's just like, this guy's name is Stone Cold, and he's Stone Cold and the coolest guy ever. And he's got yeah. sunglasses and a mullet and drives Trench a motorcycle. Coat. A trench coat, 
and he yeah. kills all the bad guys. I, I like... pulled up the list here. So these are like some of the recent ones. Uh, Death Sport, which is just kind of like stupid explosion motorcycle action in like Fallout universe. <laughs> uh, Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. In 3D. Oh, that's a good movie. Don't don't at me. I used to uh, love that movie when I was young. Both oh, Jack movies. Awful. That would be so yeah, cool. I used to love it when I was a young child. Uh, I'm, oh, Zam, I'm with you, Carmen. Recommendation. Yeah, good. Uh, it was so Skateboard Kid 1. Fantastic movie. I Incredible. I don't kid. remember. I don't really, really remember why it was good, but it was good. Uh, it's well, definitely there was, good. Then there's there the Skateboard Kid 2, which was just a disappointing... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't live up to the, to the first one. It didn't live up to the hype. I can't no, believe it. Uh, Actually, did you guys ever see the movie um, about? I can't remember what it was called. It was like it was basically about a tire that went around murdering people. A tire? Oh, was it just called? Uh, rubber? We have not watched that, but that's rubber. on the list. That's yeah, it's it just is. called Rubber. It's yeah, just, I've it's heard so of that. weird. Rubber. We also watched another one called Hobo with a shotgun. And we also watched Kazam Hobo's and Steel. Mm-hmm. That those those were entertaining. Um, ooh, what else? Uh, There's the room. That's classic. The Garbage Pail Kids movie, that was terrible. <laughs> what about the Action movie? Squad. That's classic, though. Oogers. That wasn't really a bad movie thing. That was just some, like, film projects that some friends of ours have made. And <laughs> and, and myself. And, oh, uh... Who could forget, uh, Big Mama's like father, like son? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate when they make a successful movie like Big Mama's house, and it's just... It just and they make more, and, and more, just so more, and more. They yeah, just keep making more, more. Yeah. it's like... And then they drag his... It's like, like Shrek 4, it. it's, it's like, like, no, stop at Shrek 2, Shrek 2 was great, and then Shrek 3 and 4 were kind of disgusting. Yeah, it's like, I mean, hey, it's like they broke the, the, the rec, they like broke a record there, because like, Shrek 1, of course, great, but then they made a sequel, and it was actually good, and they're like, wow, it, ooh, this obviously means we're untouchable, let's, let's make, make Shrek more. 3. And it's like, Shrek 3 wasn't that good, it's like, ah, we can still make Shrek 4, it's like, why yeah. would you do this? God, I, I, I remember liking... Shrek 1 and 2 being the best, and they're like, Shrek 3 is good, and then Shrek 4, I was like, why am I here? What rails. is this? I don't I don't know if I've even seen Shrek 3 and 4. What are they about? I don't remember Shrek 3. I remember 4 just because it was so, like, egregiously bad. It was like Shrek running around with, like, a bunch of kids. Yeah, I remember there were yeah. kids at some point. Like, I guess he was, knocks up was Fiona three or King Arthur was and, four. like, I don't want to think about that. Like, why I remember like, it. that was a I plot point. Three is like it, prince charming like takes over the kingdom okay, and then he almost i just remember shrek. some subplot in three th where shrek is like worrying about having kids and then at the end of it he's like okay yeah i'll have kids apparently that was the setup for four yeah it yeah yeah like. yeah because shrek three was about him trying to find a new ruler for the kingdom because his frog <sighs> like stepdad-in-law died and then uh oh shrek four was when world was yeah wasn't it? Mm. Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah. Whichever uh, whichever one where Prince Charming took over, that was Rumpelstiltskin. I know that. Yeah, because it was, like, it was like dystopian. It was really weird. Hmm. God, yeah, no, Shrek 1 and 2. Yeah, there was, there was one where, like, Shrek got, like, like, written a, out of history. Yeah, there's one with, like, an alt-history alt Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> they go into the, uh, the Twilight Zone. Oh, my God, Shrek 5 is coming out in 2019. What? Why? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I just googled it. I was like, Shrek Five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it, but it's gonna be terrible. Oh, um, Shrek Five is currently in development. In case you'd forgotten, 
And a screenwriter says it's going to completely reinvent the franchise. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Oh my god. You don't need to reinvent. Is it a reboot? Um, reinvent. I'm going to read this article. I'll come back to you guys. Kind of. You can't, you can't oh. reinvent Shrek. It was fine. But what you did wrong was make not Shrek. So, I don't Kyle. Need, I couldn't. What? Something I know you're excited about just came out. Uh, well, not just came out, but the trailer for Neil Breen's new movie is out. Yes, it is. <laughs> Neil Breen is perhaps the greatest film director, the greatest indie film director of our time, with such great titles as uh, Double Down. I, I am, am here. here. Now. now. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> what was the other one? Was it Pass Through? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, one. Pass Through. And, ooh, I feel like I'm missing one. Yeah, I think you are. Oh, Fateful Findings. There you are. They're, they're all fantastic movies, and he is just a man who... He's basically... I describe him, he's the David Cage of filmmaking, but maybe a little less pretentious. And well, it's, it's pretty, say, it's yeah. pretty accurate, but, like, with a bit it's, less yeah. convincing performances from anyone. It, yeah, it's... There's nothing really good about any of his movies except because he's the main actor. Yeah, he's always the he always stars in all of his own. He's films. basically the same character. He's like a space yeah. like Jesus. Every single time he's he is an absurdly overpowered <laughs> character. One time, one of the movies, I think it's is it is it Fateful Findings? I think it's Fateful Findings where he's quite literally alien space Jesus, and you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand this man, but all I know is I love him and everything he does. I think I think in Double Down, because uh, we've oh. watched two up to this point. I think in Double Down, whichever the first one we watched was, he he thought he was like essentially Jesus. He was like he touched a kid on the head and was like. I cured your cancer. <laughs> that was and, then, and then like later in the movie, he gets a phone call and it's like, hey, uh, our, our kid died from cancer. And he's like, whoa! But I'm Jesus! Coming back to Shrek 5, it's it's a lot of speculation, but it's in production right now, and they don't know if Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Eddie Murphy, who are the voice of you know Fiona, Shrek, and Donkey, they don't know if they're coming back for the movie. So imagine how bad it will be without Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy. Like, I mean, without even Mike Myers. Yeah. I love Mike Myers. Austin Powers is such a funny movie series. Yeah. Like, Who else could you get to yell, Donkey? No one else, that's the thing. <laughs> no one, it's, it's illegal for anyone else to do it. In fact, I'm going to call the CIA on you right now. Yeah. Federal crime. FBI, open um, up. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I mean, there are, there, there are so many movie series that don't need to be remade remade but they are because i guess corporate greed but yeah i mean there are some failed. decent like, reboots out there. creed was creed any good creed? creed was good and they're making a sequel of that creed coming too, out yeah. at some point i have see i have all six well, of course the movies. best the best kind of reboot in my opinion would be uh blade runner 2049 hey i still have to get through blade runner like the original it's, like, it's, I, it's so long so it well first of all the original's amazing and so is twenty forty nine. Like Oh well which I, cut do you watch? Hmm? Which, oh the final which, cut. Yeah, okay, good. I use I watch the final cut as well. Good, yeah. good. That's what the director wants us. That's that's what it was intended for. Yeah, and and it's 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 weird how how really sometimes you can actually go in and sort of reinvent the wheel because 
2049 was kind of getting what was great about Blade Runner, but making it into something that's new, different, and in some ways even better if you dare to go up against a cult classic like that. But it's, it is also hard to like make a bad movie with Harrison Ford. Like every Star Wars movie that has Harrison Ford in it is good, and then you know you got Last Jedi, which is absolute doo doo. Well, it also it also which... helps to have Harrison Ford in a role he actually likes, from what I can tell. Yeah, well, he, he seems really like Han Solo. He seems, yeah, I know he seems to enjoy Deckard, but I don't think he really cares about Han Solo. He, yeah. he actually that's why he's frozen carbonite in Episode Five because they didn't know if he's going to come back. <laughs> so they're like, all right, we're just going to freeze you, and he's like, yeah, cool, whatever. But uh, rip, rip Solo, by the way. I still don't know. I don't know the movie actually. I, I haven't seen another. No, what I've also never seen. I haven't seen the Last Jedi. Oh, it's terrible. I never got around to hear. All I thought I it was, was just all right. Bad. It's AIDS. No, it's it's disgusting. It just destroys so much canon. Like I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Like there was a bit in this. Do you mind if it's like a minor spoiler? Oh, I don't. It's like they ram I don't a think ship. Cares. They use hyperspace to ram a ship into another one. Oh yeah, and, I saw uh, that, and that sounds kind of dope. It it looks it looks amazing, but hyperspace works by going in between like Yeah, that's what I heard. It doesn't make yeah. any sense in lore. It doesn't actually travel fast, fast. It, it travels, travels through like space and time rather than Yeah, like, it's like an interdimensional kind of travel. Yeah. So it's it's so annoying. And then they, they didn't they they lost the iconic Y wings for some shitty like fucking World War Two era bombers in space. Wait, what? Like, oh, this is AIDS. Yeah. They don't use Y wings at all. They use these weird like I think they're T wings. But they are just—they just drop bombs on, on the most heavily. Armed. I I do think that was like a special case because it was like a heavily armored ship, and they were like, "We need this to penetrate it." I guess so, yeah. But would the Empire not, or would the First Order not realize that uh, they should put like shields up or something, or like they scrambled? Like, didn't the First Order have like a dreadnought and two two star destroyers in in orbit? Or was it one Star Destroyer? Uh, I think there were I think there were three ships. They would have had like hundreds of TIE fighters to scramble and they left they sent out like twenty. It was mm. oh, the first order are so incompetent, it's that's why I don't like it, because their writing is terrible. I mean, yeah, that's what I've seen from from at least uh The Force Awakens is it's just it's like the Force Awakens is, is a pretty is a it's yeah, a very competently like... made good movie. It's a good, yeah, it's a good Star movie. Wars movie. But exactly, yeah. you really wonder why it exists if it's basically just a new hope, but <sighs> like looks pretty. But to be fair, a new hope was good. I like it's this like, is good, so I don't really mind. It looks it's prettier. I mean, of course, you could say it's it's a very safe bet from a marketing perspective, which it is. Yeah, you know, I'd rather giving, a generic movie than a bad one. Because I mean, last time they made, you know, m- new Star Wars, it went horribly for them because those were the prequels. I think so too. But um. I still just I don't see anything of terrible value from uh, a new or what's yeah, the Force Awakens. Yeah, but, no, I, I mean it is well, basically a new hope, but at yeah, least it, it's good. That's what I say. Is, like, that's at least true. It's, it's like it's a new hope, but it's prettier, has better acting, and it's just a new new hope. It's like if someone yeah. were to make a new hope right now, which is exactly what it is actually. But I still just don't see much value in it. Uh, when compared to something like I know, I know Rogue One was really uh, controversial, but I liked it because it was a I pretty well. unique story from the Star Wars universe. Because you know there weren't any Jedi messing around doing their crazy space magic and just being Mary Sue's all over the place. 
yeah. like they're actual people. It's just unfortunate that but they the main die character, well, just well, so, yeah, and they and they and they die, which was entertaining uh, because and boy, did Lassie, I, boy, boy was the main Lassie. character not entertaining at all. That, that was those that, that was weird about Rogue One is Ursa. I liked I liked everyone except for the main character. She was she I, was boring as all hell for me. I don't know. I thought she was okay, her. like, but they were already good supporting actors, so maybe I just didn't notice her. No, supporting actors were were better. In my Android uh, T whatever it was T three what was his name? Uh, but he was K two S O. The K two S O. Why did I say T? He was Alan so T. funny. It was actually. Alan the... T. I think yeah, T Alan... might have been the one from uh, Solo. From Solo. Okay, yeah, because I haven't seen Solo, but I've read a lot about it. Alan Tudyk is a great voice actor in like everything he does, or however you pronounce his name. But also, I mean, they had Donnie Yen, they had Ip Man in space, and that's about yeah. as entertaining as you could ever get. And the uh, the deaths are like using tactical strikes. It was so amazing. Yeah, Instead it, of, like, it was. Whole planets. Like as someone who's more into like gritty science fiction, it's the type of stuff that I would want from Star Wars, but I know mm. I'll never get again. Like it shows rebellion, guerrilla fighting, and stuff. Like it's actually, you know, not like ground battles. Like they're they actual hit and run yeah. tactics they would have actually used in the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I think is the issue with the newest Star Wars is how. Like the new the the reboot trilogy is how it seems like it's just not very well planned because it's like yeah we have the rebel alliance like republic order people and then you have the first order and the first order are just there and they're basically the empire and the rebels are also just the rebels except they're not rebels because they have a government and they're not rebelling but then they don't have a government yeah it's like but they're not rebelling against anything but they're still called the rebels and then there's I the mean, first order, and the first order no, are the actual resistance. rebels. Let's be fair. Resistance, whatever. But the first yeah, order no. is just the first order, and I don't know what they're supposed to even be. Yeah, because at least I mean the Empire had Space order Nazis. and had <laughs> even more exactly. south, pretty much. I know. Like, yeah. Obviously, yeah, they're space Nazis, but at the same time, it's like, but why? Like, how did they suddenly build up this giant military without anyone noticing? Like what happened? And I'm sure it's expertly explained somewhere in the in the books or something, but I really don't think I should have to read a book to understand a movie. Yeah, exactly. Would that well, make it better for you just, though if there was Imperial equipment? If there was an explanation out there like that did tie it in somehow, would that I, make it I would say yes if it weren't such a big part of the actual story. Okay. Mm. But if you if you I, kinda uh, think about it like you should. I think entertainment franchises like Star Wars should be able to be enjoyed on multiple levels. Like yeah. I kind of say how it's kind of like I think Halo does it well because Halo you can play all the games and get those stories and be entertained by them. But then if you go in and you read the books, you'll understand oh, the, the, more, so the nuances of the actual story. But it, you won't miss anything of the story. Like the story still revolves yeah. around primarily yeah. Master Chief, and you know what Master Chief does. But if you want to know what Master Chief's like, what all of his teammates are doing, or what he's doing in between games, you can read the books and find out. But it's still that core experience. I just don't think if you rely too heavily on supplemental material, like I feel like Star Wars might be doing. As but that is, I can't confirm because I mean, well, that's I also read the books. Um... Disney basically made all the EU non-canon, so all the expanded expanded universe is just yeah. It just and they they recon- it was stupid because the like after the Empire fell, there was actually a lot of stuff about like people trying to you know revive it and like 
you know, yeah. as what happened, like the generals and the admirals were like, okay, listen, the emperor's dead, but that's okay. We can, we'll, we'll find something else. Um, but then Disney were like, oh, hmm. Well, when the emperor dies, the whole empire falls apart because it revolves around one man. It's so retarded. They don't bring in regional governors. They literally say that the emperor had a decree that if he died, he wanted the empire to be ripped apart because it can't live without him. Like it was the most stupid thing in the world. It was like, I just don't think that's something Palpatine would even do. Yeah, like I mean, from what we're told, he's yeah. a competent statesman. He is, and he, he, so, I mean, the emperor like runs well. There are thousands of worlds loyal to it. The rebellion is very small by comparison to the six scale of the empire. Do you know? Like to some degree, I understand the decision to make it so that stuff was non-canon because they wanted to give. Because mm. there hadn't been a Star Wars movie for a little bit, and like a lot of had been a good one. Like for more a good books bit. had been written and stuff, and they and because the other ones were like prequels. They were able to like, uh, you know, get get away with more stuff. Like they didn't have to conflict with anything that takes place after the events of like the original movies. Mm-hmm. But to, yeah. like, they, they were gonna break canon in some respects, so they might have wanted to be safe about it. I I get that, um, but I do think they should have made more of an effort to incorporate stuff from the books into it because there was a lot of cool ideas. Like the yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. Like, the Yuuzhan Vong was, like, really interesting. Oh, yes. I love that, because that's the whole reason they built the Death Star, uh, uh, to attack the Yuuzhan Vong, because he knew there was an extra-galactical threat. Because wasn't there there also all this series of books about, like, I don't know if this was before or after, but, like, there was Thrawn as a character. Yeah, that was why we... He just kind of got written off. Hmm. He's in the Rebel But, which, I don't like that either, because the Empire is so incompetent in that. It's fine, though, because they're bringing back the Clone Wars. Oh, I can't wait. I'm actually unironically so excited for that, because the Clone Wars... Yeah, that, that show like started Star off as, like, just general kid show, and then it just was like, and was now like, we're just a war show for, like, teenagers. Yeah, people, like, were getting, like, stabbed, like, you know, like, with actual swords instead of lightsabers, like, just executed. It was... Like, and I'm pretty sure it's a classic movie. episode, but, like, the one where it's just, like, focused around the clones and, like, that base, and they all, like, die one by one. Oh, god, yeah, when the droids attack, like, the infiltrator droids? I think it was called, like, Fives or something like that. Oh, yeah. Named fine. after one of the characters. Um, well, I know, like, I know. There's an moment where, uh, the training facility was attacked, and, like, there was Nines there. You know, or was it Nines? You know the clone who was, like, defective, so he was just a janitor? Like, yeah, yeah, I do know which one you mean. Moment. He was helping them all out, and they were like, you're, you're a trooper now. And he was like, yay. It was really, really good. I know, I just, like, I really... uh, like Star Wars The Clone Wars kind of started out as kind of like a kid's show and then got pretty, like, more mature as they realized that, you know, Star Wars, the Star Wars universe isn't as bright and, you know, happy as the movies make it seem. Yeah, no, it's like, it's especially when you get down... Especially when you get down to the actual, like, you know, war with the Separatists and the, you know, like, the Clone Wars. Because that's some, like, pretty nitty gritty, like, some pretty gritty stuff. Mm-hmm. To which credit, I think the prequels did a decent job of conveying that, like, not everything is super happy-go-lucky for the good guys. Yeah, and it's not all yeah. about, you know, Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's that's I mean, kind of my, even... my issue with a lot of Star Wars is how it's all just about Jedi because I kind of feel like... <laughs> the writers just enjoy writing about Jedi because they're cool mm. space wizards. 
Yeah, but like, I mean, even, there are a lot of there are a lot there 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 are a lot of universes kind of like the you know I mean isn't that fiction. I'm not a huge Star Wars person and one of the reasons is because I now I've never I haven't gotten into all the books and expanding universe stuff um but I have seen the original six movies and like I think I saw part of the um Fourth I don't movie. even remember the the no it was the one with the Jedi that or the no the uh, the trooper that turns good. What was that? You guys were talking about oh. it like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, The Force Awakens. All right, sure. But I've seen the original six. Um, those are the ones I actually remember. But it always seemed to me, like, I don't understand why Star Wars got to be such a big scale thing with all of the books and, like, the merchandise and, like, the popularity. Because it is, like you're saying, it's the original movies were just about space wizards. Like, it was... Yeah. And if you and look at it, like, that's a, that's like the a movie. That's what it's about. It's the power of money, I think, is why they ended up with a lot of books and stuff, because... Well, yeah, like, George Lucas did... Uh, well, yeah, George Lucas did a fantastic job with world-building, I think. That's honestly the, the highest praise I can give Star Wars. I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars, and I can, appre I can A, appreciate its impact on cinema, and B... Right. appreciate George Lucas's world building but I don't think it's that fantastic the I don't think the original movies are that fantastic and of course they the don't prequels are well, that good. but they're still iconic you know yeah they're still good works of they're good, still good pieces of cinematic history but yeah, I just think it's funny how now we're at a point where we're talking about oh the originals were just about the you know they were just about space wizards it's like well yeah they were just about space wizards that, like that was the plot of the yeah. original movies but now that we've got like we've expanded out and it's mm. like you look back at how it started and it seems piddly but well, well I mean, it, one thing Star Wars does well is it shows uh, different perspectives like in the Clone Wars there's a whole episode where they're on the Separatist planet and everyone's like god why is the Republic being so mean just let us leave let us be what we want to be yeah Duke is, I, I, is actually I such a good character he's He's so smart because he knows that the Republic is going to fall to the Sith. He's not actually, like, he's a really, really, really intricate and complicated character. Because he even tells Obi-Wan, like, yo, fucking Palpatine's evil. And Obi-Wan's like, fuck off. He's like, oh my god, he doesn't realize. Yeah, there's a, uh, I bought him a long time ago. But there was a really good book where it was basically just, like, the story of Dooku's life from, like, training all the way up until he, he dies. And uh, they had one for, I think, Dooku, Obi-Wan, and Anakin. They were all very, very good. God, yeah, no, I, I, I love that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, the Clone Wars era is actually very, very good. Just the prequel trilogy was done badly. But all the Expanded Universe stuff from that is so good. Well, and I, I like, I, I understand kind of the, the, the perspective of like i mean yeah, of course it's about <clears throat> these stories are all about space wizards like it started out as space wizards but i still think when i what what i mean by complimenting uh lucas's world buildings that he presented so much more than just space wizards because you had this entire galaxy-wide rebellion happening and there's tons of cool stuff going around that doesn't have anything to do with the jedi especially considering in the timeline of the original trilogy there was like a very small handful of Jedi and Sith, so like yeah, I, I just two of each basically. I yeah, so that's why I don't. That's why I like it when they try to stay away from you know Jedi being behind everything because that's just kind of boring to me. It's kind of like, like I mean, this probably won't make any sense to anyone who's not familiar with the universe. But like 
in in Warhammer 40k. Like everything's oh, about yeah. space marines because Marvel space 40K. marines are the coolest. And 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 every they're big. They're they got big guns and they kill the bad guys. And it's like okay, cool. But there's way more in this galaxy than space marines. Other, other writers, two. yeah. But then the writers are just 40K. like. The Imperium of Man is the largest faction. Like they, they control most of the galaxy. Yeah, and and Space Marines are their big genetically engineered exactly. super soldiers, but they're I also not entertaining in a lot of ways because they're just Gary. They're Gary Stews in everything they do. Yeah. Is that I was under the impression? Now my only my only direct contact with Warhammer is I read a very long Warhammer Ruby crossover fanfic. But, um, <laughs> I would actually like to read that. It was pretty good. No, but this fanfic was basically like it's a good fanfic. There are plots and stuff, so you can still this spoiler won't you know ruin the fanfic for you. But a lot of it was just Yang going around beating up on on like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds like this it's this huge scale with that i was under the impression with that world that it would have more like it wouldn't just all be about one thing like i i don't know what space marines are but that's yeah. really interesting to hear because that's not the impression i got at all looking at like i googled warhammer and looked at what it was i didn't think it was like that but i, I don't know to be fair like... be, a lot of the game revolves around space marines because it's the most common faction people play but the like Every, the expanded universe is for Warhammer 40k dwarf Star Wars or like Star Wars. It is so huge. Yeah, there's three hours on the life of one man. Like I've uh, there's a three hour video on YouTube on the life of one man in the entire series. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's spectacular, and it's so grim dark. Like no faction is good to live in. They're all kind of shitty. It's, right. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that three hour video on? The Emperor. Oh, Jump, I can send you the link if you want, but it's very good. I guess you could. I guess you could go three hours on Biggie, but like, uh, I mean, it, it, it's. It, I guess it does. It's not. I probably am overestimating the importance of Space Marines in the actual lore. I'd probably say uh, Jedi probably are more reasonably related to everything in Star Wars than Space Marines. It's just like all of the marketing is about Space Marines. Yeah, all the marketing is about okay. Space Marines. That's true. They're basically like the Golden Boy faction for everything in the game, mm -hmm. but. There still are a ton of authors who will just write ex almost exclusively Space Marines and the uh, extend expanded universe stuff because that is true. Just, yeah, yeah, because they're just fun to write and I assume also easy to write because right. they are absurdly just... overpowered in lore. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, but isn't the thing where even if you're absurdly overpowered, the numbers are still going to get to you? Eventually. That's, that, that's exactly. True. Yeah, like, eventually, it, it, and also. Another issue, I haven't read Star Wars Expanded or New Universe stuff, so I kind of want to ask about this. Like, how is the continuity of quality in that? Because I know a lot of the, um, a lot of the, because 40K, the, the company that makes 40K Games Workshop it has a division called the Black Library, which writes all of their books. So they have a bunch of in-house writers do stuff for them. And some of the writers are amazing. People like Dan Abnett and Graham McNeil, when he's not busy fanboying about Space Marines, they're very, <laughs> very good writers. Yeah, the Horror Heresy books heard, are amazing as well. Yeah, but I have heard that some of the books are also just, just straight up terrible. Some of their authors mm. are just terrible. So, like, what, like, to those of you who've actually read the Star Wars Extended Universe, like, how are the, how's the quality of the books there? They're generally of good quality, but I've only really read the notable ones and a few smaller ones like i haven't read all like there's so much to read i haven't read all of it i've only kind of read the ones that have been recommended to me so i only would have read good ones 
Yeah, I've kind of jumped around a bit, but for the for the most part, it's been pretty consistent. Like, there's nothing I've read where I'm just like, wow, this was just bad. Why? The Thrawn yeah. trilogy is, is supreme. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess it's kind of a different situation because a lot of the issues with some authors is not understanding lore and kind of screwing with it. But I guess if it's in Star Wars where the most, most of the lore is created in the books rather mm-hmm. than some outside source, because... I mean, the movies give you only a tiny taste of lore in the Star yeah. Wars universe, whereas there's a lot of other mat- official or more official materials on 40K that give you bits of mm-hmm. information on lore. So I guess that wouldn't be as big of a problem. Something yeah, I will say is, uh, sorry, but uh, is that I think the uh, the problem with like over focusing on like the Golden Boys. Yeah. I will say I think Halo does a decent job of managing that, like. There's there's a good amount of stuff that just isn't about Spartans. Yeah, Halo. Yeah, it, it also, also shows yeah. that Elise is an intelligent species who can realize what's happening and like they can actually side with the humans because it's in their benefit, you know? I did like mm-hmm. that in Halo 2 when the Arbiter kind of came around and he was like... Shit, we, we tried like, there, there was an entire book just on like... Oh, what was it? Like uh, the Elite's like own struggles on like their own planet and like their yeah. interfactionary <laughs> war. Hmm. Yeah, and and I think, uh, and I think uh, that's what where a lot of that's what I think Halo does pretty well at handling its, I guess, extended universe, and where a lot of big franchises or people who want to make a big franchise kind of fail is that you see you can say that you know a pool is is like a mile deep, but if I get in there and my feet touch the floor, I'm gonna know it's not. So like you have to actually back up your word when saying like oh yeah we've got this really advanced super big expanding lore and there's so much stuff going on but then it's like you have to actually show it to me but yeah it's like you, you might have Halo like a, a hole in the ground like the size of like a penny or something but you can't really get your whole foot in there yeah and so i think that's just kind of important if anyone actually wants to make like a big expanding universe and that's something that like i myself think about when i try to write because like everything I try to write in the same universe and have it all affect each other. So I try to, so I have to like be wary of not just focusing on the same point in time or on the same like characters. Cause otherwise it's just going to be like, yeah, I guess there is a big universe that I can imagine, but it's only in my imagination. Cause you're not telling me about it. Yeah. It's, it's one thing I think was fairly good about um, kind of showing depth of the world within the source material itself where you don't even have to go to the expanding universe with star trek um as a franchise like once you get into like the you know the original series was just you know a thing and then next generation was they showed a bunch of different planets but once you get into deep space nine then it's like you start getting into uh really different perspectives and stuff like you guys were saying earlier yeah it's not always just the good guys and bad guys and and Um, of, of course that's that's ideal I'd say is actually trying to tackle this this stuff. You don't instead of needing a huge book series, like actually tell us about it in the main series, right. itself, um, which is something yeah. that I wish more would accomplish. I personally don't. I usually don't get into expanded universe stuff. Um, I might in the future because I I realize this might be a stupid question, but like, how does expanded universe stuff compare to like fan fiction? Because I've, like I said, I never really read expanding universe stuff, but I've heard it compared to fan fiction, and like my tolerance is surprisingly high uh, when it comes to like continuity and whatnot when I'm reading fan fiction. Well, and I read quite a bit of that. Dedi- if it's written by dedicated fans, it could be as good as a book. 
but the books are generally written by actual authors and um, people who are directly involved with the project, so they would tend to be better than fan fiction, but fan okay. fiction can get up to and, You know, they, like, it's fan fiction. They might have a lot of stuff going on, but if you can't present that in, like, an interesting way, yeah, or then it, it doesn't matter, like, what plot twists you have if no one cares about it because you didn't, mm -hmm. like, write the characters very well. Right. I was just thinking, because you guys were saying how you there was some low-quality Expanding Universe stuff that you weren't really happy with, but, like, coming from the perspective of I spent a lot of time reading fan fiction, and some of it is really good, and then some of it's just crap. Uh, but some of it I read anyway, even though it's crap, so I feel like I might have less of an issue with low-quality Expanding Universe stuff. I still don't normally get into it, just because it's like... Like I said, like Star Trek is easy. I can watch the actual shows that have been made, and I don't have to go around hunting for like all yeah. the different stuff that's been put out. Whereas like Star Wars, one of the reasons I guess I never got into it was because I just saw it as six movies and that's it. Um, and I didn't really ever bother to go and look up what what all is canon and what all is out there. Well, I mean, if you if but I view it as I think it's worth it. Well, yeah, I think uh, definitely if you have a tolerance for the less. Uh, professionally written kind of stuff you probably wouldn't find too much of an issue with uh some of the lower quality expanded universe stuff but i mean i guess it all comes down to you paying for the books right because most yeah. I, I assume most fan fiction you're reading is free so yeah you wouldn't have to worry like oh it's a waste of my money yeah that's true yeah hmm. but i mean to be fair because the eu isn't canon anymore because disney are fucking corporate pigs who just like want to hoard money um, the it's basically fan fiction. It technically is because it's not true, it's not canon, which is kind of an insult to Lucas on his writing staff. I mean, I heard about I don't remember if it was actually Star Wars, but I heard of some franchise where the people making it said like, "Oh yeah, the expanded universe is canon unless on screen and the movie conflicts, and then it just overrides." That was Star Wars. I think that's like the that was Star assumption. Okay. Is like you don't know it's dead until they kick it, right? But... Yeah. It's that's not the official position. Okay, good to know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what was really really crappy was Stargate Origins. Did yeah. anyone watch that? No, watch I, that. Uh, I was looking at it. I was like, eh. Yeah. No, it was. The entire thing is terrible. It felt like a fan production. Um, it it used it's sort of half reboot like it's it's all the negatives of all the past three topics you guys have been talking about like it's got the negative aspects of a reboot because it uses the original movie lore and not any of the lore from the yeah. 17 seasons of tv hmm. um and then it's also it was terrible production quality story didn't really make sense and then at the end of it they hit the reset button as well um Ooh. and it was a prequel so it's like it does like it just was terrible on all marks the Holy um, Trinity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, and, uh, you know, I'm not actually sure, but I I'm assuming there is like Stargate uh, expanded universe stuff. But uh, there is. I know there there's some audiobooks that came out um, wrapping up Stargate Atlantis because the that got canceled in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. But I haven't I haven't listened to any of them, even though like they've got the actual actors in some of these audiobooks. But I like I've never like I said I don't. I don't normally bother with expanding universe. Um, I mean, I so kind of yeah. hope there's something good out there because, like, I did really like the like SG one, like it was great. Right. But I, uh, yeah, I think it's funny how a lot of people hated Stargate Universe because it was 
I mean, I won't. I don't want to say people hated it because this or that. Everyone has their own reasons for hating Stargate Universe, but a lot of people hated it. Uh, but then Stargate Origins came out this year, last year, and suddenly, like, nobody hates Stargate Universe anymore <laughs> because <laughs> Origins is, like, at least Stargate Universe was Stargate. It was crappy Stargate, but Origins isn't even Stargate at all. Um, I've got, there was a meme that I found on, on Reddit from, uh, I don't know if anyone will get it. If you've, if you've seen SG-1, you have. Do you remember the scene where they're showing off the guns to the Jaffa? Um, and they're like, this is a weapon to terrorize your enemy, and then this is a weapon to kill your enemy. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, somebody posted, uh, Stargate Universe was a weapon to terrorize your fan base. Stargate Origins <laughs> is a weapon to kill your fan base. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, we've been going for a pretty long time think we might want to wrap it up my recording's yeah. approaching two hours um yeah I'm, I'm, I thought <laughs> cormac i know we started an hour later than you thought do you want to talk about the time zone thing while we're still recording like oh, what God, happened uh, my computer I, google is just the biggest liar in the world because it said that um <laughs> cdt which is what y'all are on and i'm on right. gmt which is the real whoa. time because it's whoa, plus whoa, zero whoa, whoa, whoa. i think the problem and offend, offend people here i'm on ast thank you very oh, much oh i'm so sorry I actually. I, I mean, we did schedule this in CDT, so that should tell you all you need to know. I yeah. actually no. Last time this happened, I know like Cormac. I don't blame you because I remember the screenshot from when yeah. we did the last podcast. You you searched like well no. The problem was that CDT you're not GMT. actually in GMT, are you? I am. Like, I, it's your computer what... thinks you are. I thought you were in like GMT minus one for daylight saving. Or like other people no, were, I, and you're not. I tell you, I tell you what happened. The the entire fucking world community is going to return because we had GMT, which was Ireland, UK, and like you know South right. Africa and like Iceland, and then they've made this thing called BST, which is British Central Time and Irish Central yeah. Time, but or st- sorry, Standard, but they're the exact same thing. I put IST also stands for Indian Standard Time, so it's so stupid. I'll just look up Ireland time zone because I'm because my computer like lies to me all the time. Huh. Ireland time. Well, yeah. Uh, it's let's give me one sec. Sorry, it's just loading up now. Chrome is being nice and slow. Uh, probably because of the audio we're streaming on Discord. Uh, yeah. Like what? Says, what time? I, what time do you think it is right now? So in your time zone, it should be. Uh, what time is it? It's twelve. It's one a.m. here, so it should be. Uh, eight p.m. Or it's seven p.m. Seven p.m. Yeah. But. When I do CDT to GMT, it it says it's a five-hour gap rather than a six-hour gap. Yeah, so it's That's messed up. Yeah, it's stupid. It says there's a five-hour gap when there actually is, in fact, a six-hour gap. Um, so I, I don't know, like, do GMT to IST. Cause... Dude, I, I always just, like, do it in my head, and I just, like, tie uh, hours difference to people. So it's like, oh, Kyle, two hours. <laughs> like these group people one hour and then like oh like uh pacific time four hour mm-hmm. so i just always do it in my head like that yeah wait hmm. oh my god yeah no yeah so we're on gmt because google's even got 20 different answers it said was the time zone in ireland time zone not currently being observed in ireland so i guess we're not <laughs> on time zone you're not on you're not on time we don't time is time is a british invention yeah, Ireland doesn't believe in time anymore. It just, it's just drinks. Goodness. It's pint o'clock all the time. <laughs> Every hour is pint o'clock. 
Uh-huh. Well, yeah, thank you guys uh, so much for recording this. I wasn't sure how this would go. It's interesting. Most of the podcasts I've done have been two people. So anytime there's more than that, it's always like a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this was this was fun. And we should probably wrap it up just so that the, the recording file sizes don't get too big and everything. But uh, thanks again for being here. Did you guys uh, listen to how the first one turned out that we did? Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I listened to that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. Good. I know so- some people don't like listening to their own voices, but... I always obviously I have to listen to my own stuff because I edit it, but didn't know if I you guys did. It, it helps when you're a huge narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, well, I'll put the links to find all the you guys in the description again, like um, Will's Tumblr, Rooney's uh, YouTube, and then Cormac. You've got the Instagram now, not yeah, Twitter. Yeah, my Twitter uh, got I, I got suspended. It got suspended. Huh. Cool. All right, that's interesting. Do you have a story behind that, or just? got suspended i, I didn't actually they didn't give me an explanation it's probably because i have about 20 different twitter accounts because i uh, should post yeah, a lot that'll do it uh, yeah. but yeah i'll put all these people in the description if you want to find more of them uh for now though thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you guys next time bye right, bye, see bye. You. bye.